VoiceAmerica.com. And welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, what's up everybody? It's me, it's your boy Eddie George, coming to you September 10th, 2007, only 14 days until my birthday, Woo, boy, boy, it's getting old, man, God, I can't believe I'm going to be 34 years old, it's amazing how time flies by, absolutely amazing. Man, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I'm alive, I'm blessed, can't complain. And if you're wondering who that is playing behind me, the, the music that is uh, off of Common's new album, incredible album. If you uh, love music, if you're a hip-hop head, or if you good, like good music, good quality music, I would suggest that you get it. It is, it is an incredible album. Ah, man, what a weekend. Great weekend. Um, here to give you a brief update on my past experiences, specifically the EGX experience. This past weekend, I held a or hosted the EGX challenge for the NFL Mothers Association. In case you don't know who the NFL moms are, there's a Professional Football Players Mothers Association. Officially, they're called PIFMA. And there was 27 moms, of whom were uh, Miss Bettis, uh, mother of Jerome Bettis, running back, retired running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is now an NBC analyst. You can check him out on Sunday night's countdown. You can see him on the, the big screen. Um, Donovan McNabb's mom. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles superstar, we all know who he is. My mother was involved, and about 27 or 26 other moms. They all came to Nashville, Tennessee, to get kicked off, to kick off the EGX Challenge for the moms. And basically, what that is, it's a competition between the NFC mothers versus the AFC mothers. And they came in on uh, Thursday night, got checked in. The next morning, they wake up. 6 o'clock bright and early, and they get their overall physicals, get their weight, get their BMI, their body mass index and fat content and all that to see where they're at overall health-wise, and get the total weights. And I'm not going to put them on blast now. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm going to get the middle of this. I'm not going to put on air exactly how much they weighed. Let's just say it was a lot <laughs> between the two. Well, to say the least, you know, they found out where they were. Some were eye-popping. They said, wow, I didn't realize that I weighed that much where I was unhealthy, living an unhealthy lifestyle. Okay, cool. So we then board the buses, and uh, we head over to uh, Radnor Lake here in Nashville, Tennessee. 
for an hour walk and just walking. Ten minutes into the walk, the moms were huffing and puffing and, and some were, couldn't quite make it. And it was very difficult for them to, to make it uphill. And Dr. Dwayne Harrison, who led the, um, the, the physicals, came by and said, you know, you moms are got to get on it. So to say the least, they were out there walking, and some moms were like, oh, my goodness, 10 seconds into this thing, they were like looking for a bench to sit down on. And I guess it was eye-opening to them that something as simple as walking was difficult for them to do, difficult for them to achieve and accomplish at that specific time. And we continued to move on. Some moms separated and went along. The moms that, that could deal with the walk went along with my, my trainer, Joe Johnson, who is the, the head trainer down at Marathon Fitness and, and Morris Jameson. And they went up to the ridge. And up on the ridge, and they struggled to get up there. They were like, oh, man, Whew, we finally made it up the ridge. Comes along, here comes along a 80-year-old woman jumping up the hill, walking and bouncing up the hill. And they were just in awe of this woman, like, you know, we got a long way to go. So that was uh, most of the day. We came down off the hill. We then went over to Wild Oats for a wonderful uh, display of the, the, of the store and got a cooking lesson on how to eat healthier and, and, and get it, bring in different ingredients and coming up with different scenarios and different options that the moms can cook with at their homes. Because guess what? The moms, they always start. It always starts at the household. They set the standard. And that's why I chose the mothers, because they cook, they clean, they cook for the family. And if we can educate them and enlighten them on new ideas, on how to make meals that are healthier for the family, it starts there. And guess what? The sons are going to eat it. The family's going to eat it. The fathers are going to eat it. They're going to follow suit. So they learned that from Waldo's. We then went by Fleetsy to get uh, some shoes, the correct shoes, and, and that was a different experience for Miss Beth for Miss McNabb because she didn't understand that you had to wear the correct shoes to walk. So once she put on the right shoes, found on her right size. She slipped them bad boys on and was like, oh, my God, my feet feel like they're walking on pillows. And I said, yeah, that, that changes the whole workout experience. That changes everything. And from that point on, the moms were inspired. They were enlightened. They were excited. And they, had, they can't wait to come back in November. This is a, this in case you don't know, this is a 16-week process. The EGX Challenge will run concurrently with the NFL season, mirroring it to a T, and right at the eight-week period, which is November 3rd, they're going to come back here, which is halftime, and get their checkups, see where they are. I hope they've been working. I hope they're listening. I hope you're working out, because guess what? When you come back, you've got a heck of a challenge, and you would have to be walking, eating right, to at least get through it all. So if you're listening, please, please take my advice and get it done while you're gone. Do your homework. Do your homework. But I would like to send uh, a special thanks to Bridgestone, who is a major sponsor for the event, Wild Oats, the Hilton of Nashville, uh, Marathon Fitness, Fleming Steakhouse, and, and their staff are doing a, a wonderful job this past weekend. It was our first inaugural uh, Mom's Fitness Challenge for EGX, and it turned out incredible. And, and it's about changing lives. And they left 
feeling enlightened and, and educated and uh, inspired to live a new lifestyle. And I'd like to say, send a special thanks to PIFMA, Pro Football Players Mothers Association. And if anyone out there, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, please contact us Contact us at egxlifestyle.com. That, again, is egxlifestyle.com. And that was the experience that I had over the weekend. And I'll tell you what, the moms will always be moms. You know, we were sitting down eating uh, lunch at Wild Oats. And, you know, I, I, could, I was so excited that I lost my appetite. And they're eating the chicken and the rice. And they're like, oh, man, this really is flavorful. Flavorful. Because typically when you eat healthy food, it doesn't it's taste, it tastes bland, not very good, but you know it's healthy. But this is, tastes pretty good. What do you make? And I'm sitting there and I'm just talking up a storm. And, and you know, I'm so excited. I'm just make, trying to make sure everything goes well. I didn't eat my food. And about five moms said, Eddie, you didn't eat anything on your plate. I'm like, okay, I'm just excited there. I'm not really hungry. No, they said, no, you need to eat all your vegetables. You need to eat. I'm like, okay. 27 mothers, so it was, it was great. And, oh, man, last week was another great week for me. I uh, went out to L.A., and it was a great week because it was the beginning of the football season. And for those of you that... Have your fear. I hope your teams won last week, and I hope that your fantasy football team went well and all that. But I went out to L.A. to do my pro football preview taping with Jason Seahorn, Jay Glazier, and Tim Brown, and uh, that was smooth. That went very well. You can check that out on FSN every Thursday and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at various times. Just on the channel, you can check it out. It's very entertaining. And... I uh, went out to Best Damn Sports Show, and we had uh, met with Jerome Bettis, who is now coming out with a great book, I might add. I had a chance to read a little bit of it. It, it just goes into his life and, and how he became the person that he is and how he got interested in football. It takes you from beginning, middle, and end of his life up until this point now. It's called My Life In and Out of the Helmet, The Bus. It is an, uh, an incredible, poignant book about Jerome Bettis, who is a great friend of mine. A great mentor of mine, and uh, he's just been—he just has a, a great future going for him right now. So, if anybody out there, if you're readers, definitely go check this book out by Jerome Bettis. And just to tell you about my experience out in LA, uh, while I'm in LA, you know, I love to run, I love to lift, I love to do all these things. Um, I came across a gentleman out there, which is going to lead me into my next guest, who. Uh, I was a little leery of, you know, I was like, okay, here's this cat, you know, jumping across these these moving treadmills. He's going to correct me, but they're launch pads, but they're, they look like treadmills without the rails. Here's this guy jumping from treadmill to treadmill, doing all types of acrobatics, jumping over bats, uh, doing amazing things on this apparatus. And I'm like, okay, how is this going to benefit me? And it was turned on to me by Tim Brown, who I work with on Pro Football Preview, that Capel is this guy that I have to see. So I wound up seeing him last year. And I have to tell you that this workout, excuse me, this experience was something like no other. And it was absolutely amazing. I tell you what, I don't think I sweated so much in my entire life. And I've run, you know, 
I've done some hardcore things. I've done boot camps. I've run a marathon. But this this thing here, this free flow dough, whoo, it'll test the mind, the body, and the spirit. And when we come back from my break, you will have a chance to hear from the great Capel as he talks about his, his free flow dough experience and how he came up with the idea. And we'll have a chance you can call in at any point in time to chime in on the conversation at 866-472-5787. And to say the least, this guy is deep. He's spiritual. He is uh, a wonderful person to talk to. And every time that I go in to his uh, sanctuary, I like to call it, and come out with a different experience every time. I, I don't search for physical results. I search for the, the philosophical results because so much comes to me uh, while I do his sessions just about me as the individual but what I have to face in life. And I hope that you guys call in today because he is a great person. Just listen to his story, his testimony, and how he birthed Free, free Flow Dough. When we come back in a minute, y'all. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show, where the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcast each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith-based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back, Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George. Now, just in case that you were watching opening weekend, you, I'm pretty sure you were watching so your, your favorite teams win or lose. Uh, it was exciting weekend. It's always exciting opening weekend in the NFL. So many great things. You have a chance to see your favorite teams and have that hope of, yeah, they can go back to the Super Bowl, have a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. Everybody thinks that until about week five. But just in case that you were watching some of the commercials, you might have saw someone like by the name of Reggie Bush, number 25, and he was doing some unorthodox type of workout in your mind. Well, here to join with me, I would like to bring on Capel Leroy Clark to Radio Bly George to tell the world what free flow dough is all about. Capel, you here with me? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. Oh, I'm doing amazing, Eddie. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing wonderful, man. Hey, happy happy birthday, brother. Oh, it's, it's, it's in 14 days, man. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I did hear you mentioning that you were going to be 34 and how you can't believe 34. It makes me wonder, man, how I should be feeling about being 38. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess each year, you know, it's a new experience, man. It's all about relaxing and, and going into the transition. Absolutely. I've heard this so many times before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you definitely live it, man. It's great to hear. Well, man, um, briefly, you know, we can go back into your background and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch in on to um, the program and, and, and how it's beneficial to the life. But where are you from, Capel? Well, I'm born and raised in New York City, but my family is originally from Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago, in Caribbean, in the West Indies. Mm-hmm. So my father is uh, and my mother both from Trinidad, even though my mother was born in Grenada, but she was raised in Trinidad, so that's where my family is from. Mm-hmm. And of course, as I mentioned, I was born and raised in New York City, so I grew up actually in Jamaica, Queens. Mm. Yeah. So you're New York, East Coast. East Coast, baby. That's right. And how was free... Free Flow Dough Born. Well, now, that's a pretty interesting story, man. Um, basically, uh, I've been involved in sports pretty much my whole life. Um, I competed, actually, in swimming for about nine years, but growing up, I kind of got my feet wet with everything. And um, the probably one of the most uh, influential uh, periods of my life was when I was exposed to martial arts, karate specifically. And I was very fortunate to be um, under the tutelage of very traditional martial artists. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the philosophy, the, the mind, the discipline was so much more important that the physical aspects of martial arts literally took a back seat. You know, it wasn't in a very commercialized uh, style that I studied under. So that definitely influenced me quite a bit. And mm-hmm. in my um, early years of uh, in the sports and fitness industry, it um, clearly became a very um, integral part of my, I guess you could call it my signature style of training. I was really just fascinated by the cause and effect of training. Mm-hmm. So much, in fact, that uh, a few years into being a personal trainer, I joined a boxing gym just to kind of reconnect to that influence. And um, 
there was a kickboxing instructor at this boxing gym, Kingsway Boxing, and in, in, uh, it used to be Times, in the Times Square area, mm-hmm. and it is still uh, relocated, but it's still in downtown Manhattan. And uh, I was studying with a kickboxing instructor there who soon left, and then I was basically I had a few months left on my membership, and all the boxers kept saying, well, why don't you give it a shot? So now for a little while, if you can imagine, I was a little bit closed-minded thinking that, well, if I studied martial arts and you use your hands and your feet, well, how effective can boxing be if you're only using your hands? But, I, you know, I, I, I followed along and I gave it a shot. I ended up falling in love with it, you know, the, the mm-hmm. fact that the footwork and the, and the head movement allowed you to, you know, incorporate a different kind of defense than what I was accustomed to in martial arts. What I had studied defense was about, you know, blocking, which, mean, which basically meant that you were still absorbing your opponent's force, whereas in boxing, I'm learning I can sit there right in the pocket and make a person miss and not have to take on or absorb any punishment. Right. So that fascinated me. But here was the challenge now. Getting it, the theoretical understanding to apply in the practical within the ring was where I got frustrated because being an athlete my whole life, um, you know, I think most athletes can pretty much attest that you pretty much line them up or you show them something visually once or twice, and they're pretty much doing it. They may not master it that day, but they can pretty much do it. Right. So that was my whole experience growing up. But here I am now in the ring sparring with cats who I felt to a large extent, some of them I was in better condition than, but I could not get my feet to work for the life of me. Mm. So here I am seeing openings, but always a beat or two beats too late, and always seem to be right on time to get hit by a punch, but never on time to get hit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it, it's a rude awakening, you know. And then, um, much like yourself, I am fiercely competitive when it comes to sports. And not so much with the opponent, but with myself. So it drove me crazy that I, I was literally like this victim, you know, and everyone pretty much having their way with me. So already working as a trainer at that time, what I started to do was treat myself like a client and try to come up with different ways to improve my performance because I had already been doing that for many of my clients in various, you know, weekend sports. So um, I basically put it upon myself to try to come up with ways to get my foot, my footwork rather, to be more proficient. And I did the jump and rope and all that stuff, but it wasn't working for me. So it occurred to me that cats like Ali back in the day when he was Cassius Clay, going even further back like Sugar Ray Robinson, or we can fast forward a little bit to guys like Roy Jones Jr. and even Floyd Mayweather who just have like these cat-like reflexes and, and seem to always be set offensively and defensively at all times. And more importantly, very, very fluid. As a matter of fact, there's a young brother at the same boxing gym by the name of Takumba Olajadeh. Um, uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, middleweight, and junior middleweight rather, and um, these guys just moved in a way that I that made sense to me, but I just for whatever reason couldn't emulate. Anyway, it occurred to me that the best way to do um, to put myself in a situation where my footwork would be more intuitive would be to create an environment where I didn't have a choice. So a light bulb went on. I was like, well, what if I shadow box on the treadmill? Hmm. So I started doing that. Basically, I had it on a lower speed, and I was facing one direction, and then backwards, and then sideways, always keeping the hands moving. But the feet had to move because the treadmill would have basically pushed me off if I had stopped. Well, the very next time that I went sparring, Eddie, it was like someone turned the light on. And suddenly I was seeing things, I was more relaxed, and more importantly, my feet were moving automatically. So it was such a dramatic change in such a short period of time. It was like finding gold. So what ended up happening was every free moment I had, I was up there on the treadmills. I worked at this uh, premier fitness club in downtown Manhattan on 19th Street and Broadway, and I used to be up there hours at a time just playing with this new experience. 
So uh, it wasn't very long after that that I realized, you know what, this wouldn't only be beneficial to athletes. This would be beneficial to any athlete mm. in terms of improving their not only their footwork but just their uh, body control and their focus. And then, um, then it, of course, so to, to do that, I would also now have to create a methodology so that it can actually be taught so that even trainers and other fitness professionals, strength and conditioning coaches, could do it with their athletes and their clients. So um, I embarked in that process and created this system, which we now know today called Free Flow Dough. And the philosophy behind Free Flow Dough is very much in tune with what I had learned in martial arts. So in essence, what we're trying to do with Free Flow Dough is help people develop a mental and physical state of readiness. Mm -hmm. You see, so the, the application which is now uh, taught on the launch pads, <laughs> and uh, which looks like something out of the Jetsons, you know, looks like a treadmill with no display panel and no rails. But uh, clearly the function of what we do in free flow, though, is unlike anything that people do on treadmills. Mm-hmm. You see, so we have an environment that basically doles out consequences for compromised movement integrity. So you develop these skills, these movement skills, weight-bearing control and agility, not purely to do it to change your workout, but on the launch pad you're doing it out of necessity. That's right. So you think about boxing, for example. You know, you can have a boxer preparing for a match, but if all they do is hit the pads and hit the heavy bag and the double end bag without getting some real sparring time in, you know, where they're put in a situation where they have to really have their reflexes sharpened because, you know, when you're dealing with an opponent, they can hit you back. Mm-hmm. A heavy bag, I don't care how strong you are, that heavy bag's not hitting hitting you back. No, it's not. <laughs> you see? Yeah, you're going off on the heavy bag like, uh, 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 you hey. know, giving all your all with... But no punch back. No, no, no somebody, nobody, nobody's not punching you back. And as long as you've done some boxing, so you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you now go into the ring, and suddenly punches are flying at you. You know, you you need to develop that critical timing. And unfortunately, there's no way to recreate that unless you put yourself in a situation where live punches are coming at you. That's right. So what I feel that free flow though is similar in that regard, in terms of the preparation, is that by putting the athlete in an environment where there are consequences for compromised movement integrity, you now develop an intuitive sense on how to move your body correctly, mm-hmm. you see. And one of the things that I'm really impassioned about is, as far as free flow, as it pertains to not only athletes but just people in general, is that it really has a strict adherence to an injury prevention protocol. Mm-hmm. So if you think about sports, brother, and, I mean, while the level of performance continues to climb year after year, I mean, people are doing more and more amazing things. Yes, they are. You know, it, it, but the sad thing is that right up with the increase in the evolution of the athlete, you also have an exponential increase in the incidence of injury. Mm-hmm. You see, so my thing is, why are athletes getting more injured now than they ever were if we have so many more things available to us by way of technology and research and science? Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is is that a lot of the conventional training methods are addressing performance as it pertains to strength, as it pertains to agility and speed, but the injuries aren't really coming primarily from that. It's coming from movement mechanics. You see? So what I mean by that is, for example, in field sports like football, like soccer, lacrosse, um, court sports like basketball, some of the most common injuries take place in a sudden stop-go or in a sudden change of direction when the foot stops and the body keeps going, right? Creating torsion at the ankle or the knee. Now, for some athletes, it might just take them out out of the game for the day. For some, it's the season. For some, it ends their career. So if all you're doing is improving the strength in the lower body, so they're squatting more and they're running faster and jumping higher, if you don't do anything about how those feet move, i.e., if we work on improving your vertical by four, six, seven inches, now you're coming down from a higher place. If you don't understand how to land lightly, all we're doing is increasing the impact stress to your joints. 
That's right. You see, if we now go from you squatting 600 pounds to squatting 700, 800 pounds, we have that much more power in your legs. But when you cut and change direction, if you're not actually lifting your feet when you change direction, Mm -hmm. now you are more powerful, so there's more torsion on that knee. There's more torsion on that ankle. In my experience with coming to the gym, um, it was amazing to, to feel that that vibe and the transition because I was used to squatting and lifting all types of weights and you know it, I, I felt the immediate difference. But we're going to take a quick break when we come back. We want to hear more from Capel and who he, he's worked with in the past and for the free flow dough and how it's changed lives and careers. When we come back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. And welcome back to Radio by George. I'm joined with Capel Clark, the creator, the master of Free Flow Dough. Capel. Yes, Eddie. So let me ask you, man, who have you worked with? Uh, I've worked with, oh, my goodness, um, I've been very, very fortunate to work with so many people. Um, Some are, you know, more recognized people like uh, athletes. I guess most recently you've seen a lot of... um, Connection between Reggie Bush, mm-hmm. who uh, spent his whole off season training with me here at the studio, uh, who was a real treat and a pleasure mm-hmm. to work with. Um, yeah, I bet, man. I mean, he's a he's just a phenomenal athlete, and just knowing him and watching him on the field, it, it's like watch. He's like playing with a video game. It's 
it's amazing. It stops, starts. I mean, I, I wish I would have had this workout while I was playing. Oh man, I would have loved to have been able to, to give you something like this while you're playing because you you already you know raised the bar considerably on your own. You know, so anything that I would have been able to help certainly that would have been exciting. You know, especially how you receive it. Yeah, man, Reggie is um he's clearly a, a unique athlete, and I hate to use the word specimen when I'm describing a person, a human being, but you know, for the lack of a better word, he is an incredible athletic specimen. Um, probably one of the most uh, talented and most powerful athletes that I've actually ever had on the launch pad. And by that, I mean his reflexes are so quick. I mean, you've been on the launch pad. You, oh, yeah. you, know, you know what it's like when, you're, when your feet are doing the wrong thing. And, you know, it, it's like... Uh, <laughs> Boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, you know, you're, you're basically the mistakes are magnified. You know, there are things that you can get away with on a non-moving surface that you just can't get away with on the launch pad. You know, so what looks like a little mistake on the field looks like a huge mistake on the launch pad. Mm-hmm. Well, to his credit, when he first came in, there were things that I would do that also serve as an, an assessment tool for me so that I can better assess what it is that he really needs so that I can effectively help him improve his performance. Well, there were things that he would do that needed to be addressed, but because of his reaction time and his quickness, he was able to recover from things that most people would have been on their butts with. You know what I mean? But fortunately, because he is so open, we were able to tackle those things over a period of time and um, get him even quicker and even lighter. So it's it's definitely going to be a very exciting thing to see how it plays out, you know, through the course of this season. Because he's a really hard worker. Yeah. And uh, I think another thing that was really impressive is, you know, a lot of young guys, unfortunately, in sport, and I'm not just talking the NFL. I think all sports are, you know, getting a bad rap because, you know, there's a lot on their shoulders. You know, they come into a lot of um, you know, uh, wealth, you know, mm-hmm. hard-earned, but, you know, and there's also the pressure of performing for a team. There's a lot of people, different people pulling at them. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to manage, and some do it better than others. And to his credit, I definitely have to say that I'm very impressed with the way he balances all of those things out and remains very humble and dedicated to being the best that he can be. Yeah, you can you can see his your workout with with uh, Reggie in Best, best Fitness. Or men's health? Yes, uh, men's fitness actually. Yeah, men's fitness. Um, this month's men's fit- fitness, right? Correct. Yeah, it's on the stands right now. Yeah, it's on the stands right now. You can see uh, about like four or five different exercises that he does. And what are some of the exercises that that you do with him? Uh, well, some of the things that we do are things to again work on his reaction time. Like there's a drill that we call that we, we um, that we do call sweeps. And sweeps are basically he's on the launch pad, and uh, I guess the most uh, relative drill to this is the agility ladder that athletes do when they're on the field. Most people might be familiar with it. You know, you kind of lay it down. It's a rope ladder, and they kind of do in-and-out drills or tired drills to get their feet moving quicker, which I think is great. But the thing is is that you're not reacting to anything. In a game situation, you're always reacting to something. So on the launch pad, I'm swinging these plastic bats at his feet, and he's constantly changing direction, following me as I circle him. So he never knows when the bats are coming. That's right. And the, <laughs> and the speed is up. The surface of the launch pad is always moving. So in addition to having to always react, React to jumping at random. He also has to land lightly so that when he takes off in one face and lands in a different face, i.e., front to back or right to left, that he's light enough on his feet so he doesn't roll his ankle when he lands. You see, so in essence, what we're teaching athletes in free throw though is to move like that rock that's skimming the surface of that's water. The philosophy of the whole ordeal, right? That is it. To, to move like water. To from thought. 
them to action to mimic the movement and the characteristics of water. Mm-hmm. So guys like Reggie, um, Sean Alexander had visited. He did a great job of it when he came through. Um, Chris McFoy, who's now with Oakland. Steve Smith, also out of USC, who's oh, now yeah. with the Giants. Yeah. He came through. Uh, I had an opportunity to work briefly also with Dante Stallworth with the Patriots. And uh, you're the young lady right now on the entertainment side, Kim Kardashian, who's in here doing some work. So it's not just for athletes. Oh right? no, not at all. I think when people look at free photo, they assume that you have to be a, an athlete or gifted, you know, at, in, a, in an athletic sense to do it. And nothing could be farther from the truth, because we're all born with bodies that are meant to move. And I think it's just a matter of what we expose our bodies to that will help us to bring out the most of what we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel that Free For Those is one of those entities that allows you to really get in tune with not only your body, but how your mind dictates how your body performs. No question. And, and I know when I first came to see you, uh, one of the first things that you did with me was work me out as far as stretching me. And my hips were so tight, but I was holding on to a lot of junk emotionally. Mm-hmm. So when I got on the, the launch pads and started doing the workouts, I, at first I was like, man, this workout is really difficult. But then I just started to, to look at the writings and like some of the quotes on your wall in the gym. Yes. And like embrace letting go. That's and, a big one. And starting to just let everything flow, like free flow, though, just letting it flow. And I started to see the how it compares to what I'm going through now in my life as far as transitions, where I can't panic when I'm going through that transition, to stay in, stay in, a, in that uncomfortable state, finding the comfort in the uncomfortable. That's the name of the game. And yeah, and so now when I'm on television and I start to speed up and start to get the uncomfortable, I now start to relax and ease into it and embrace that moment and say, okay, it's okay, just relax. You're still cool. The, the key is not to panic. Just understanding that you're going to have those rough moments in life. And that you just have to breathe and relax into the transition. And like I said, you know, the embrace letting go. I mean, you have like six or seven different quotes throughout the gym. Yes, yes. I, I think yeah. one that, that you just, that, what, everything you just described in terms of what you're experiencing in your career, I think can be summed up in the probably my, my favorite quote on the wall that I think sticks in most people's minds, which is adaptability. And it reads, it's not what happens, but how you respond to what is happening that matters most. Because in life, you're going to encounter all kinds of situations. Some of them are in your control, and some of them are completely out of your control, whether it's a situation, whether it's an encounter with an individual. So rather than spending your energy fruitlessly trying to change how someone else thinks or how someone deals with you or change a situation that you have absolutely no control over, I think the work really needs to be done where we develop a a, a discipline where our instinct is to just turn it on ourselves so that we can coexist with the situation at hand. I'm sorry. Yes. So tell me, Capel, when when in your life did you have to embrace letting go? Well, you know, this is this is going back to a really uh, pivotal point, not just in my career, but actually in my life spiritually. Um, God is the center of my life, so I'll just start off with saying that. And every day I make that declaration that, you know, I, I, I accept the blessings that he's given me in health, with friends, with family, and the opportunity to deliver something that can help people, which is something that is continuing to help me, you know. And um, back when I was a lifeguard, I lifeguarded for four years at Rockaway Beach for the New York City Department of Parks and Recreation. And um, long story short, there was one summer where the waves were kicking up because there was a hurricane that was moving up the eastern coastline. 
And uh, like a lot of us, you know, lifeguards, we went out there and we were body surfing and rougher, rougher man, than big water for body wild. surfing. It was crazy, man. Oh I mean, God. we were pulling surfers out of the water, and surfers are very strong swimmers, and we were pulling surfers out of the water because the water got that rough. Wow. Eddie, what possessed me to think that I could body surf in that water? <laughs> I can only attribute to, to the ignorance of youth, and, and I am not ashamed to say it. <laughs> and I experienced, uh, I, I refer to this like my first true baptism, because I went out there, man, and I got tossed around by some water. I came down and got basically slammed into some water, and I'm in white water. And as you may know, white water is compressed air. And I'm tossing around like a rag doll in a washing machine. Mm. And I, my head breaks the water just when I'm at my last breath. And mm. as my head breaks the water, I get slammed with another wave. This one made me feel that this was it. I mean, it was it. I'm talking, I saw someone walking down in the hallway to the apartment where I live with my mother, telling my mother that I had died that day. Mm. Okay, it was that vivid. And mm. the last thing that I remember hearing before anything else was relax. Now, when I heard relax, I didn't know if relax meant relax because I was going on, moving on mm -hmm. to see the father, or if I was coming back, I just heard the word relax. And that's what I did, and I relaxed. And the instant that I did, I felt my body lift up, my head broke the water, and for a moment, in the middle of all of that chaos, the, the water, the ocean had been reduced to just swells. No waves curling around me, just swells. I got out of that water. I remember standing at the shoreline and looking back. And to me, I don't know that there's ever been a more vivid moment that I felt the presence of God in my life than that wow. moment. So what I got from that was not fear of the water, not on, but a greater respect for not just the water, but how my thoughts, how my body, how my whole being needed to be at one with the master, the true master, mm -hmm. you know, which is to basically let go. So that basically, if you think about what you and I do when we train in free flow dough, yeah. it's it's right in line with that moment. It's it's right in line with letting go and that uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's and that's what I that leads me to this that it's ironic and symbolic that you were in the ocean, which is salt water, mm -hmm. and we all come from salt water, and you went through that that transition. You had to let go and trust mm -hmm. for whatever was going to happen. And came the birth of free flow dough by embracing and letting go. Embracing and letting and, go. And like you said, in those tough, difficult moments, you had to learn to relax and transition through to whatever it was. And you transitioned to a new being. You didn't transition to a, to the next life after right. this one, but you transitioned to a new being, which I just find that that story so compelling and so poignant because it's just so much there, man. Oh, man, I, I still get goosebumps every time I say it because yeah. it was one of those moments that, again, was it was more real than anything I had experienced prior to that. So the flow in free flow, though, is about being fluid like water mm -hmm. in your thoughts to your action because when, you, when you're fluid and you're relaxed, there is no resistance. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to do, Capel, we're going to flow right into a break. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back. We're going to flow right back into our conversation. Okay. Talk about how free flow dough has changed lives and the philosophy. And we want to get into my final five questions, the spectacular, fabulous five from me, and see how you flow with that. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. <laughs> 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George. I'm on with Capel Clark. I forgot to mention earlier in the broadcast that we are still doing the EGX Lifestyle Essay. For me to come down and work you out and do the boot camp workout with you guys, let me know. You can go to EGX Lifestyle and submit your essay, and I will come to wherever you are to personally work you out and get you right and get you fit. Now, Capel. Yes, sir. If uh, I want to look at your DVD or go to your website, where do I go to to find out more information about Free Flow Dough? Well, for any of your listeners who are interested in learning more about Free Flow Dough, the best place to go is www.freeflowdough.com. Spell F as in Frank, R E as in Edward, F as in Frank, L O D as in dog, O dot com. Mm-hmm. And there they'll be privy to all the information that they need. As a matter of fact, we just updated the website, so there's quite a bit of video clips that I think will feed the visual frenzy. So there are video clips oh, yes, of the things yes. that you're doing. Yes, yeah, such a visual format that I think we needed that more than we needed the written content. And uh, as a matter of fact, because one of the big challenges, of course, is we've, we've been able to introduce something that's very unique, and I'm extremely humbled by the demand that we're getting but logistically it's going to be tough for some people because I am based in Santa Monica, California mm, right. and uh, I am undergoing a process of training more people to teach free flow dough oh. so that is the business plan yeah there are currently six people trained to teach it 
Okay. So um, there's a young lady who came out here with me. She was teaching with me back in New York. Her name is Kim DeVage, and she does teach out here. And we will be, again, licensing other trainers and strength and conditioning coaches who want to offer it to their clients as well. So that is part of the game plan. So if I, if I want to get more if I want to get more information on that, do I call you directly? Is there a, I can leave my information on the website? Yes, absolutely. They'll be able to contact me directly through the site. We have a contact person as well who will be able to give them all the information, and we can get them ramped up as, as soon as possible. And then uh, for those who are not able to train directly with me, we also have, I just finished production on a DVD, the first yeah. Free Flow Dough inspired DVD, mm-hmm. which basically teaches you the philosophy and the principles of Free Flow Dough without having to use a launch pad, because I understand oh. it, yeah, it, it's, really? it's now, challenging. How is that, wait, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on time out. <laughs> okay. How, the, the launch pads are, are a beast. How is that possible? Okay, well, here's the thing. You see, the launch pad, of course, is integral to the free flow dough experience. So without the launch pad, is it free flow dough? Well, no, it's, it's free flow dough with the launch pad. But the, there are principles that are directly connected to free flow dough can still be taught off of the launch pads. So uh-huh. considering the fact that, you know, the free flow, the teaching free flow dough via DVD would be like trying to teach someone how to swim via DVD. You know, right. you, you can't, right. you can't plug a DVD in and go by the pool and say, okay, follow me, because you have nothing but floating bodies in the, in pools all over the country. You see, so very much the same way, the launch pad, while it's a very dynamic and cutting edge training tool, without proper supervision, it could be a recipe for disaster. Oh, no question. No, I know that. Which is why to become a tracker, to teach people though, is an extensive, extensive process. I want to make sure that we're attracting nothing but the best and most dedicated fitness professionals so that we can ensure, first and foremost, the safety of all of the participants. Mm-hmm. So the DVD, which is called APA for All Pro Activities, basically introduces you to engaging activities that are engaging like free flow dough but don't require the use of the launch pad so that even if you are drawn into free flow dough but you can't get to the studio, you still get to experience something that's in line with what we teach here at the studio. Mm-hmm. You see? So, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, wow, man, that's, that's incredible. Thank you. When I, come into the, when I came into the gym, you know, my experience is that, you know, free flow dough is not, again, not a workout, but... It, it cracks, it really literally cracks me open to accept whatever it is I'm supposed to accept as far as wisdom or philosophy. I mean, because I, I, I like to think I'm a, well, I know that I'm a spiritual being, and I'm always looking for, for signs or a way to learn spiritually and growth. And every single time I come in after a workout, I write on a piece of paper the lesson that I learned for that day. I, I, I still talk to people about the fact that you do that, Eddie. You you are one of a kind in that regard. I mean, you know, having a little power at the end of the session is, is a very common thing here because it does hit people so deep when they experience free flow dough. Mm-hmm. But you were the first person that actually sat there and took notes on the things that we were discussing, and that's a testament to the kind of person that you are. And I feel that I've been very fortunate because free flow dough is the kind of training experience that attracts people of a certain mindset. Right, right, right. And it's, it's not... I was just telling a friend of mine about my experience at Free Flow Dough, and it's not a workout. I mean, it, 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 I guess it just works out. The Whatever it's inside of you will come out well, because it's the same principles that, that you constantly hear over and over again is to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Correct. And, and as you let go of the fact that you're tired and the fact that you want to stop or how many more reps do I have, ideas begin to come your way on whatever problems it is that I had in my life or situations that have come in, that have come up 
it works itself out. And I just find it amazing, the connection between the two, is that, you know, every time I come in, I don't look for it, I just allow it to come. Well, you well, you see, this is, this is again, now going back to the spiritual side, you know what I mean? And whether people want to acknowledge God or not, the fact is, he's there. So when people find him, it's not like God was lost. God was always there. You just decided one day to tap into the truth or not. Mm-hmm. Well, in Free Flow Doe, the, the, the physical metaphor for that is that being able to navigate the launch pad, being able to maintain your balance, yeah. being able to react quickly yeah. enough is, an, is a skill that you have. You just have to open up to the possibility that you can actually do this, mm-hmm. which means you have to now bypass the fear of falling. You have to bypass the fact that maybe you have a history of being clumsy. You have to let all of those things go and entertain the possibility of a new you. And the yeah. second you do that, all of a sudden you are now able to experience something, and then that becomes your experience, not based on your past experiences. So in essence, you get to redefine yourself every time you come into the studio. Yeah, and, and real quick before we get into the Fabulous Five, man, sure. the last time I was in there, and these are not these are exercises that I'm, I'm constantly moving on the launch pad, but I'm either catching a ball, placing a ball somewhere, or going around, extending my arm out, moving my arm slowly around the bar. But if I touch it, I start all over again. Yes. <laughs> it is, you're like, okay, do I curse them out now, or do I do the workout? When or how do I do this? Because I really wouldn't let him have it right now. Well, before we can bring out the best in people, sometimes we got to bring out the worst. <laughs> You know, because I come in all nice. Hey, hey, Camille, how you doing, Betty? What's up, brother? Right on. And then we get into the workout, and it's like, okay. Oh, right, yeah, I, I get the, me to a point where I get hey, the man. evil eye a lot. Yeah, this brother thing is about, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> no, well, you see, that's just it. I mean, a lot of these, and that's the cool thing. I mean, most of what we do here, the drills are masked in activities that are actually very engaging. So it'll bring out a bit of a competitiveness in you because you're more focused on the task at hand than you are simply encountering reps, which is why you know very much. I don't really use reps a lot. I don't use the rep count because if I tell you 10, 15, then you're holding on to that number. So whether or not you're able to successfully get to that number, you have that as an endpoint, which is basically reinforcing a crutch. Because in life, you don't know necessarily know how long you have to keep up an effort. You don't necessarily know how long it's going to take to complete a particular task. You might have an ultimatum. You may have mm-hmm. a deadline. But there might be efforts that you just have to sustain. That's right. So my job is to help you in real life by putting you in real-life situations via free flow dough. Right. You see, so a lot of what we do here, I'll have you sustain an effort long past what you think you're capable of because it's not until you reach the point that you question your ability to do it that I'm able to actually help you grow past that point. That's right. If it doesn't bring your confidence into question, then we're not doing anything for growth. That's right. Well, we have a minute left. Fabulous five. And I'm going to give you the fabulous five. All right. All right. So here we go. Now, these questions were inspired by Marcel Proust. Now, there's a questionnaire that's in the back of Vanity Fair. And I like to think that, you know, um, I'm on the actor studio and you are my, my host. So I like to ask you open-ended questions. So here we go. Okay. Uh, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Perfect happiness is being able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and feel the majority of my decisions were the kinds of decisions I think God would be happy with me about. Mm. Okay. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? If I could change one thing about myself, it would be to, let's see, be even quicker than I am to uh, 
to, to engage in more experiences that challenge me to to just be more com- even more committed than I am than I have been to, to being my best. What is the quality you most like in a woman? Uh, hmm, wow, Maybelline, that's my wife's name. That's all I'm thinking right now. The, the quality that I love most about her is just just the warm love, the constant love and inspiration that she brings to my life. What is your greatest fear? My greatest fear is not taking full advantage of everything that God has given me. How would you like to die? Let's see. How would I like to die? I'd like to die an old man, wrinkled, (laughs) but but still very much in tune with my senses and smiling. Ah, beautiful. Well, we're going to be like a rock on water and free flow dough out of here. This is the end of the show. And Capel, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank the moms and all of our sponsors for helping us out with the EGX experience. And that's the end of our show. Same time, same place. Same hour. I'm Eddie George. Thank you, Eddie. Peace. Thanks, Capel. Thank you, Eddie. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.